Income here where we help you master your money. So is it worth it to keep a secured credit card with an annual fee if my credit is in better shape now? This user posted on uh, Reddit, which by the way, if you have any personal finance questions or stories and you want to share it, you know, anonymously, well, you know, basically where you don't have to provide, you know, personal information, you could put like fake stuff in there. Go check out 40inbox.com and you could just put in your question or story. So about a year ago, my credit was in bad shape and I was very concerned about my ability to sign a lease on an apartment given all the uncertainty at the time. I put a lot of effort into resolving that and one of the measures I took was getting a secured credit card, Open Sky, as it seemed necessary because I had no credit card of any kind at the time. A year later, after getting some collections taken care of and keeping up with this card, my card is much better, which is 700 to 710 with TransUnion and Equifax, still 580 with Experian for some reason, and I am happily in a new apartment. I already paid the first annual fee because it snuck up on me and I didn't have the time to research the best course of action, and I didn't want to get hit with a late fee. But I'm wondering, as a general principle, should I hold on to this card long term? As I understand it, closing open lines of credit is generally bad and can negatively affect your score. Is this true in either way? Should I be applying for other regular unsecured credit cards that might even have benefits given my improved credit at this point? I'm actually quite responsible with money now. Any new card would be purely for the purpose of further building credit. So, first and foremost, we're never going to, like, 40inbox.com is never going to, like, blatantly suggest people to get more credit cards because the thing is, even though this person might say that they're responsible, they could still end up going down the path of being extremely irresponsible when it comes to using a credit card, right? Because, you know, this is already in their past where they screwed up when it came to credit. So, yes, they could be good now, but what's to say that something might come up in their life and they're just going to rely on the credit card and potentially get into a lifelong battle of debt, right? So, we're never going to suggest someone to have a credit card. That being said, everyone is going to do whatever they're going to do, right? So, if they are going to go the route of having a credit card, right? The best option would be to not really have a secured credit card. And the reason for this, because like the secured credit card in itself is not bad per se, right? Because it does help people to rebuild their credit score and, you know, basically build up their credit score, right? Because typically the ones that need to go through that route are people who screwed up their credit. But the thing is, I don't like you having to pay an annual fee for this credit card. And there's a lot of credit cards out there that will give you like a 1%, 2 or even a 3% cash back without charging you any fees at all. And if you are someone who ends up paying it off every single month, but really, if you're going to use a credit card, you need to be paying it off the day basically right after you end up spending that money. So what we're saying is if you're going to use a credit card, anytime you use it, let's say you go get groceries, right? When you get into the car, you go transfer money onto that card to pay it off right off the bat, right? Basically meaning you never carry a balance because 
People have this weird assumption that you gotta carry a balance to build your credit score. That's not true. Okay, the only thing about credit scores that you really need to worry about is to always basically pay your payment. Like that is the biggest thing is to always pay your payment. And a lot of people don't really understand that for some odd reason, right? But the main thing is you gotta pay off your payment, specifically on time. Because here's the thing: some credit card companies actually make this way more difficult than it actually needs to be to pay off your credit card on time. For example, like on this、uh, on this channel, we actually、uh, posted about this, but with Bank of America, right? The way that they have their credit card set up, which technically speaking, as a credit card, their credit card is fine. Like their cashback credit card is fine, but they basically make you go through a hurdle of basically setting up an auto payment system of paying off your credit card. Like it's a very pain in the butt process to pay your credit card off on time automatically. So typically. If you end up having a Bank of America credit card, the best way to pay it off is to immediately transfer money from one account into there automatically, or from another bank to there. And I, when I say automatically, I mean like right away, not automatically, but right away. Because obviously, like we just said, Bank of America makes it very difficult to automatically pay it off, right? Where like you know you just set up like a certain、uh, time of the month right before the bills due, and you could just pay it off like that without ever really thinking about it. With the Bank of America credit card, you have to physically go through the process of actually just paying it off by actually transferring money into that account, or actually by just having another bank account end up transferring money like an online e-check to pay it off. Right. So sometimes, depending on the credit card that you actually end up getting. It can actually be a pain in the butt process, right? So keep that in mind. Every credit card is kind of treated differently, and how they do their payments, the processing, all that kind of stuff, the benefits, whether or not it has fees or not. But here's the thing, right? This is the thing that pretty much everyone needs to understand when it comes to using a credit card, right? You never win the game of money. By using a credit card, and what we mean by this is that there's always going to be a time in your life where you end up screwing up with your credit card. Always, even if it's just once in your whole lifetime, you're going to screw up, which meant that you basically lost the game. Not to mention that you got to also take in the perspective of companies that you do business with as well, right? Because Since you pay with a credit card, that fee is actually put onto the business that you're buying stuff from. So, for example, let's say that you're buying from like a local shop in your area, and you really like this mom and pop shop in your area, right? They have to basically cover the two to three percent on that credit card bill, right? You don't have to do it; the merchant has to do it, right? And that's going to be. It could add an added strain to them. That's why sometimes if you go into like a gas station and it's kind of like a small gas station, they'll be like, "Hey, no credit cards under 
purchases of five dollars or something like that, right? Because at that point, they actually end up losing money compared to making money on that transaction. So sometimes think about it as like your effect on like the community as well. Sometimes just paying in cash can just help out your community, and people don't actually even think about it that way, like ever, right? I'm pretty certain none of you. That might be listening has really ever thought about like oh you know what if I actually paid in cash I might actually help out my local restaurant or my local gas station or my local you know fitness club or something like that right like it could actually over time help out that merchant especially if multiple people do it in an area they could actually really help out people because those fees add up right but either way. That's probably what would be the best option if you were to use a credit card is to basically get rid of this one that you have an annual fee of and get one that you don't have any fees on that will offer you like a cashback option at the bare minimum, a two percent cashback option. Don't bother with the whole point system thing and like credit card churning nonsense because it's going to be too much of a hassle. You're going to have to try to justify spending a whole bunch of money at various times to basically get all the points because a lot of those things you got to be like, oh, I got to spend like two to four thousand dollars to get like these like three hundred thousand points or something stupid, right? Like, don't try to gamify it, right? Like, if you're responsible, if you pay your bills right away. You technically could use a credit card without destroying your life, but if you've had a past of screwing up with a credit card, it may not be that great of an idea to really be focusing too much on a credit card, right? So just keep that in mind, and stay tuned for more episodes. And if you need help with mastering your money so that you could get out of debt, build an emergency fund, and start investing for your future. Go check out fortyandbox.com to learn the secret to mastering your money, and we'll see you in future episodes. Feel free to share this with someone as well who might need to hear this. And again, if you have any personal finance questions or stories, feel free to contact us at fortyandbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by. Our personal finance courses. So, if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation, and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online. Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.